You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Hello tonight. Hello tonight. This is actually, yes, it's evening. It is evening. <laughs> it's cold evening. We have not done a podcast in two weeks because of Thanksgiving. Yes. So our last podcast was with Chris and Chrissy over at um, Eden Club, o- Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I was just working on the video, so I'm going to be uploading a video of the new club, Oklahoma City's Eden Club, mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel. So you could see that on TomAndBunny.com probably in the next 24 hours. And then we get to head out and reshoot um, Eden in Dallas. Dallas-Fort Worth on December 13th and 14th and Infliction Hall. Yes. So if you're in the Dallas area and you want to meet us, we're going to be at the Eden Club, formerly Players DFW, on December 13th and December 14th. That's Friday and Saturday night. 2020. Yep. Nope. Sorry, 2019. 2019. I said, yep. I've been booking travel today and we're working into 2020. I just agree with you. (laughs) We're actually going to be calling in tonight because... Eden owns a podcast called Just Sex Talk, mm-hmm. and we both have these cool features where we can actually have call-ins and talk to people on our phones on our podcast. Neither of us have tested it, so tonight we're going to do a podcast calling another podcast, and they're going to be doing their podcast while talking on our podcast. Oh, Lord, this is going to be interesting. It's kind of like a mirror bouncing back and forth. So they always drink on their podcast. They are do. We, are we going to drink, too, to keep up with them? We should. <laughs> so we're going to get drunk tonight, people. We're going to do tequila shots. <laughs> tequila and beer. we yeah. got to put beer in the refrigerator. We are not not doing any fireball shots anytime soon. No, we're trying to lose weight. Well, and after the last fiasco. Well, yeah. On yeah. our video. Yeah, Bunny got a little drunk. <laughs> If you watched our 21 questions video, Bunny got really drunk. She went into the bathroom, yacked up a few times, and then started doing naked selfies. Yeah. And then she thought she texted one of them to her daughter. (laughs) 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 Ah, She was so paranoid. Uh, Yeah. We we finally, we were supposed to do a shot, one shot whenever we took a question. So it was going to be about 10 shots each. And then we kept forgetting. Well, we were going to do a shot for every question for both of us. And that was going to be too much, we quickly realized. But we were drinking vodka and and doing shots. And then we forgot. And then we were doing extra shots. I think we both did about 14 to 15 shots. In in in, 40 minutes. Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, Fireball's not as strong as tequila. It's a fun video to go back and watch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to see or hear... The truth, go to our <laughs> 21 questions video. It's actually a video. It's not a podcast. Nope. So you got to go to um, YouTube um, or we'll just go to our website, TomAndBunny.com. It's in there somewhere. 
So today we are going to talk about performance anxieties. That we are because so many people have them. Uh, we we yeah. hear that's probably one of our, we, there's two of the most common questions we get asked. Mm-hmm. One is guys with performance anxieties. Um, well, from couples and they're worried about having performance anxieties. And us girls have them too. Yeah, but you, and we don't just have to lay there. You with just lube. gotta lay there with lube. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to enjoy it. Guys, fix for everything, right? So at least uh, it's not WD forty. <laughs> our other question, our other common question, is the um, size of the penis. Yes. So we're gonna do another podcast on that one later on, and Bunny's gonna give her personal opinions. <laughs> But she's also wanting to research actually what <laughs> supposedly is out there. Because you don't want to know what I think is average right, right now. Right now. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, Bunny's average is bigger than the average <laughs> on all the websites. So, yeah. and trying to find that stuff is kind of hard. Yeah. Bunny's looking at me like I'm going off topic again, but. <laughs> I'm not. But you're just giving a little rundown on what we're going to do a little we're, bit We're going to do. So, it's all good. Um, we're keeping our podcast at 30 minutes. That's why she's kind of giving me the dead eye look. So performance anxieties. Uh, typically, you know, I used to have them and I still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, uh, you want to go through your list? Did you don't... put them in order or do we want to no, just talk no. about we're some things? we're just going to kind of talk about them. Because we wrote you know down what? some notes so I that don't... way we don't jump off topic too much. I honestly don't think that if, performance anxiety sometimes it's something that you're ever going to get over because there's always going to be another zinger in there or there's going to be something on your mind or anything well anything can happen well let's talk about me personally okay i I don't mind i have no shame in my game no you do not (laughs) and this is all about us it it is about us (laughs) it's our opinions it's our opinions and we don't give a crap what other people think whatever (laughs) whatever no that's not true that's not true we actually care what you think we just might not care (laughs) oh my god you're horrible i am all right so Performance anxieties. Okay, mm-hmm. so when when we see a couple and we haven't met them, typically after we meet them, we create a connection. But let's just say we haven't met a couple before. We're reading their profile, and they're totally into gangbangs and single men and the more the merrier. I get intimidated. You don't think that you're going to uh, be able to perform at that level? I'm thinking that my experience is going to be way at the bottom of the barrel compared to these. Because if a lot of guys that attend gangbangs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, they're locked, cocked, ready to rock. They, they're they experienced at it. They don't have the issues. Where someone like me that's never been part of a gangbang, I mean, that would be really really intimidating (laughs) it it would be i mean i don't care about standing in a room with 50 dudes naked but just the fact is am i gonna do anything to make her feel better than the next guy because that would be the ultimate goal of course is to make someone feel like they've never felt before (laughs) right but you, you and gotta, that is another performance. I was going to say that's the thing and stuck in your head. That's that, that's <laughs> another performance anxiety. So if you can relate to that one, well, that one and in even on their profile or when you meet somebody in person and they're like, oh yeah, we hook up every weekend and we, you know, 
how many people have they played with? And are you going to at least match our rock their world? Right. Right. Are you going to be one of the shoulder shrugs of, eh, it was okay. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. And then we don't get a phone call again. <laughs> I always think, oh my God, have I laid here too long? Am I going to be a pillow princess? Right. Yeah. You don't want to be a pillow princess. <laughs> no, you don't want to be known as that. You know you what? Don't. Yeah. If I was doing everything, pulling everything out of my playbook and the girl just laid there, she didn't make any noises, just kind of chilling i would probably well wait i have pulled out and just walked away before <laughs> i'm sorry you gotta at least act like you're enjoying it right. fake it i don't mind fake it i've pulled my own hair before oh yes you have mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean if you're i mean if you're not if you're if that's how you're enjoying it let the person know that you just lay there and don't make any noise <laughs> right Right. You don't push back. You don't. I mean, the minute we play with people or getting ready to, I let people know, hey, look, I have to use lube. Nothing against you. Right. Nothing against anybody. I have to use that. People would get a little scared of that. And so if I'm not a real vocal person, then I'm going to tell somebody, hey, I'm not real vocal. Right. And yeah, if, if I'm working on a girl for God only knows how long, and she wasn't getting wet, I would definitely think it was me. But since you tell the person, you're, I mean, at least you're taking a big weight off their shoulders. And that's where performance anxieties come in because you're thinking it's you and it might be her physically. So then guess what? You might have an issue maintaining your erection. Right. But now keep in mind, you know, Bunny has to have lube. A lot of women have to have lube. Even women who get wet a lot of times will need lube sometime during the evening. There are women we know that do not have to have lube ever, and that's congratulations. I wish. But I think the majority of the women that we've encountered have to use lube. Otherwise, the lube industry industry wouldn't be as big as they are. <laughs> right. And right. mind you, just I'm going to throw this out here. We just encountered Spunk Lube. We did a blog on it on our website. Go read it. But if you've never seen or heard of or used Spunk Lube, I'm telling you, that is the best lube out there. Yeah, and it doesn't taste bad either. <laughs> That's what we're told. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that, um, what else we got on the list? Because, well, you know... When you're getting ready to go into play, and especially in people's profiles and everything, when they say, um, from a guy's standpoint, when when another guy says, I last forever. Oh, my and God. And you know that you're only going to last five, ten minutes. It's not in a matter of, for me as a female, I mean, I tap out early. It's intimidating this. to the other guy. It is. I mean, you first, when, when you read a profile where – the wife, supposedly the wife is writing it. You always assume the husband's writing it. Um, they always say, my husband's the best. He, I mean, just puts him on a pedestal. And I'm thinking when I'm reading these, why are you even playing with other people? If he's <laughs> right. so be good, so per- right? you shouldn't even be thinking about other people. <laughs> but, okay, let's, let's go to normal people. When they build this person up on a pedestal and says, my husband can last for 
hours and hours and hours. And I'm thinking, I can't. So do now I get intimidated because if her husband can rock her world for hours and I know I'm going to last so long, I won't give it up how long I'm going to last. <laughs> Depends on how much I've drinking. <laughs> but that, that in itself could create performance anxieties for other men. Mm-hmm. And couples don't realize it. And then when the guy has a problem getting it up, then that's when it goes really south really fast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, People think, oh, well, the women are out there reading the profiles, but not always. No, it's mostly the guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would probably say that, I mean, we've been on websites since 2006, a long time freaking time and tom pervs the profiles and then he pulls them he shows me the ones that he thinks that we'd be interested in. that's what i mean there's no reason for both of us to go through every single profile so mm-hmm. yeah i'm one of the 80 90 percent of the guys out there and i'll say it 80 to 90 percent of the people on the pages are men on websites then so when you send our profile a message going hey baby you're going to get me coming back, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so, I mean, that, that was just off topic, having fun. But no, um, another thing that we see that people do is they actually, they overcompensate themselves. Mm-hmm. And what they'll do is they'll say, oh, I'm an expert at oral. Right. What does that do for a woman? I mean, yeah, a woman like oral, but you don't want the whole night to be nothing but oral. No, not me. Not you. Not me. So if all you see is oral, 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 oral. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get bored, 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 bored. (laughs) I mean, unless you can really do some oral techniques that are, I mean, new technology. Yeah. I, 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 I think I have um, sexual ADD. Pretty much. <laughs> I, um, when I see the profiles that are all about oral, I first assume that they're building themselves up for performance anxiety or erectile dysfunction. Right, because they're, pro- they're putting it out there that I last forever or I have, I'm great at oral skills. So then when they get into the bedroom, they have to perform that. They got to perform that. So that's in their head. We, and we, if that doesn't happen, then it goes south. Right. I mean, we've been with profiles that say my husband is this length or this girth, and we have found that their perception is different than your perception. Mm-hmm. They they definitely got a different ruler than we had. We definitely <laughs> have a different ruler. Um, but when they say that my husband lasts all day, all night, and then when they get, unless you're rocking their world over their wife, they don't last that long. Right. I know there's guys out there that can. Well, there's been, I, we've been with plenty of guys, and they'll tell me, hey, you know what? I cannot orgasm with anybody but my wife. I understand that. And I think it's great that they tell me up front, so I'm not like three hours long. Right, because you're not. Because I I tell them. You'll tap out. I'll tap out. Yeah. And most women that we talk to like actual intercourse for 15 to 30 minutes, but 
most of the, and, and this is just us talking to people, no statistics, don't freaking hold a, a thumb on me. But we talk to people and we ask them, how long do you prefer intercourse? And most women say 15, 20 minutes. It's the buildup to the intercourse. Right. And then if the play after you nut and you can continue back to back to foreplay and then back to intercourse, they can do that multiple times. But for the most part, most women just want intercourse for about 15 to 20 minutes. Right. And that's everybody that we did a little, uh, asked at the clubs and stuff. Like right. That. Working at a club for 18 years, we got to ask that question a yes. lot. Now, one and it also strokes my ego because <laughs> if I last 22 minutes, Oh my God, I'm high-fiving bunny. <laughs> and going along that lines, a lot of the times, um, performing anxieties would be if your significant other is having more fun than you are. And you think, oh, my God, is that person rocking their world more than I can? Now, again, we, we're talking about a lot of websites. So, so what, we, what we're talking about is what we're reading people physically right. Mm-hmm. What we see is we like to watch each other have sex with other people. Or my husband likes to watch. Um, we're very cautious on the ones that say my husband likes to watch because we have found in the past those are the men that don't perform. Right. And they're and again, it's all reading between the lines. A lot of it's subliminal. They're preparing people. So that way when something doesn't happen, they go, Well, we did say my husband likes to watch. And that's why we say communication not only with your you and your partner, but with you and the sexual partner that you're gonna have that night. Is very important, too, because if, if that issue comes up, then you're not blindsided. Now, with um, performance anxiety, you know, like we talked about with women needing lube and some people feeling that they're not rocking the girl's world and getting her wet, a girl can feel just as bad if the guy doesn't get it up. They can. <clears throat> It's huge. It, there is a lot of people, a lot of females get hurt. You did in the beginning. In the beginning, I did. Absolutely. I'd be, because I'm thinking that it's me. Right. That I, that I can't compare to somebody else or I'm not as pretty as his wife or um, I'm too heavy. So self-confidence has got a huge thing with it too. But now as we get older and we've been in this lifestyle more too, a lot longer, I do understand that it's performing anxieties and it could be physical, it could be mental, it could be any issue. Now, we'll even, we'll even explain this, being we've been in the lifestyle now 23 years. Perform anxi- performance anxiety, anxiety and erectile dysfunction are huge mm-hmm. and rampant through yes. the lifestyle. Yes, they're huge and rampant. Throughout life. Throughout life, but <laughs> we see it more in the lifestyle. Correct. But yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Through life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of husbands and wives out there that aren't even having sex. It has nothing to do with performance anxiety. It has erectile dysfunction, and they don't realize it. They just don't think they're attracted to each other. Exactly. And that's pretty bad. Um, but with that, what do we got on the list now? Um. Well, we had, we already talked about, too, the fear that we won't satisfy somebody. Correct. Um, a lot of the guys have the fear that, they, that they're that they not going to measure up 
that they might be too small for that person or they might be too big. That could be true. On the, I mean, most of the people that feel that they're smaller, I think, would have more performance anxieties than someone that would be larger. Because mm-hmm. the guy with the, with the larger member is going to be a little more testosterone about it. But um, I think that the, you know, every guy, me included, when we when we look down at ourselves and there's nothing else to compare to. <laughs> We think we're the smallest guy in the planet. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a couple that they they would have sex before they got in the lifestyle, and the guy was literally as thick as a Coke can and 10 inches long, and they thought he was average to small. Right. I mean, we're talking the size of a flippin' Coke can, 10 inches long. <laughs> well, that's, that's where porn comes in and gives you a false sense of reality. Yep, so we are going to talk about porn. Mm-hmm. Now, porn, a lot of guys and couples that get into the lifestyle, not even in the lifestyle, just in general, they watch porn. And they like, oh my God, they're watching an hour-long porn and this dude is just going to town for an hour <laughs> And we've watched porn be shot before and they're not going for an hour. We've actually watched porn get actually videotaped. Yeah. And we know a lot of people in porn and porn stars. And basically that guy might have nutted five times over a Mm -hmm. couple of days doing the same exact scenes over and over again. And then they'll just take 50 strokes and cut that out and just (laughs) add those to the other ones. But, and like we, we talked earlier, too, they take the guy with the 14-inch penis and put him with the girl that's four foot five At 80 pounds <laughs> At 80 to make pounds. it look bigger. <laughs> so when you're watching the porn, you'll notice that most of the porn you're watching, it's always the same guys. Mm-hmm. Because they, they have a certain size member that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And obviously they can perform. I hear they have... Viagra like chicklets on the table. Well, camera angles are great too. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I could get it up with the camera shoved up my butt. And I don't think I could have sex on my head doing a headstand while you're pile driving. Right? <laughs> that, so I think the porn gives a false sense of mm-hmm. insecurity to people. So people think that um, when they're hooking up with another couple that that's what they want. No. No, it's not. If if we specifically say, yeah, we want porn sex, then yeah. Even amateur porn is professional porn. Right. I mean, there's true amateur porn, but a lot of the, we know a lot of the amateur porn that was shot by actual porn companies. Yes. So, and they make it look all totally unscripted and. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go on to, um, we've got two more. That okay. are personal issues of yours. Mine? Yours and mine. Well, one of them is, well, I guess they kind of are both mine, too. Wow. Both of us really. Money's throwing me under the bus here. <laughs> both of us really have performance anxiety if there's too many people in a room. I don't like it when there's a lot of people in the room. Uh, a lot of times, I will, we'll, we'll take them back to our place. Mm-hmm. Or they have a private place. But I don't even want it when like if they invite people over and I don't know them or I haven't connected with them, I don't want to play with anybody. No. We have to connect on a 
um, personal level. on a personal level with somebody before we play with them. We can't just say, go up to somebody and say, hey, we're Tom and Bunny, and within five minutes we're downstairs. We have. No, we have. Because we you, connected. No, you connected. I connected. Oh, that's true. That's you right. connected. You didn't give me time to connect, you, and for me it was not lube. good. You just, you just need lube. Did you just hear what I said? It was not good. <laughs> it's, it was great for me. And when the guy stripped down, he has leather underwear on. It really wasn't good for me because I was not expecting All right, it. a lot of people like leather underwear. I know, but if you tell but, me that but before. Bunny, Bunny is just not into that. <laughs> It's not that I'm not into that. That was that's a sore subject for me and Tom. Right. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to jump back on the topic real quick. All the guys who say they can last forever, they don't keep it in. They put it in for two or three strokes, and then they pull it out and go back to foreplay. Then they put it in for two or three strokes and then pull it out. Hell yeah, you're going to last for flipping ever <laughs> if you don't keep it in. So one of the couples we played with, I told them. Just keep it in. It doesn't matter if you nut in five minutes, 20 minutes. You, per- personally, Bunny, would rather have a continuous um, pleasure than pulling out, putting it in, because that was frustrating you. It frustrates me bad. Yes. <clears throat> it frustrates a lot of women. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm not into um, well, I'm not into that. Yeah, there, there are there's a, lot a of fetishes. Women, yeah, and there are a lot of people that are into it. I'm not. I'm personally not into it. So, yep, for me, it's not going to work very well. Right. Okay, so back to where we were. I just wanted to throw that and out there. Kind of our biggest one is fear of cameras. Yeah, we, we don't, don't, we don't like want, to, yeah, I mean, we take pictures, but we're posing for the pictures. We're trying to look our best, and I just don't think having sex unless, I mean, okay, there's fetishes for everything, and I'm attracted to mommy bodies, as I say. I'm not looking for a hard body. I'm, I just, but I, I mean, when I look at pictures, I'm looking at more the physically fit myself, only because I, they, they appear more attractive naked than say me and you with our mommy bodies and our dad bodies. Well, that, and we don't went. We don't want our video out there. Well, we don't want our video out there, but I just, yeah, I just don't think I, that those are our best angles. And when, pe- <laughs> when people say to us all the time, can we take pictures? Nope. No. Nope. nope. Not at all. And yeah. even if they ask to take pictures, then now, guess what? Now it's in our head now that there might be head. a hidden camera and now we're kind of panicked. Right. So, so we're- performance anxiety for us. Fear of cameras is a huge one. That's a, that's why we like to come back to our place because we we would never do that to somebody, and we know a lot of people would. You know what? I just realized we're kind of like the straight laced, boring swingers. Well, we're not gonna we're <laughs> we're not gonna basically hide a camera. No. Even if it was for our pleasure, that's what everyone says. Our pleasure. There's just too many porn sites out there, um, like fansonly.com. On Twitter, I'm looking at all these images going by, and it says, if you want to see the unrated version, go to my fans-only page. And I started looking at that thinking, all right, what's this all about? Yeah, it's definitely a subscription. The only people that can see it are people who pay. So I'm thinking that, Images could be there. We've also been notified 
even though they were not our images, there was a couple that looked exactly like us. I mean, it was very bad pictures. Tom and I even had to really look at them. And then there was, we just thought we might've had a drunken moment and thought, what the hell? There was some definitely telltale signs there. Well, they didn't have the bunny tattoo on the back, (laughs) the tramp stamp like you have. That was the one thing that we could figure out. And they didn't have the shoulder tattoos you had. Mine looked exactly like me. Exactly like you, but you always play completely naked. Right, yeah, and this person had a shirt on, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so that that one, but yeah, I mean, that kind of scared us. Yeah, it did. Plus the fact that that was on you, Reddit too. You might be friends with somebody now, but you might, but oh, something yeah. might happen later on down the line, and those people are going to try to get revenge. Absolutely. Okay, sad to say, but it happened. So yeah, I mean, you can take all the pictures you want, but remember. <laughs> They go on the internet. They're out there for a long time. Right. So how do we overcome these issues? Well, you know, we, we've been trying to keep our podcast at 30 minutes, but we're going to go a little over. So just bear with us, okay? <laughs> so we're almost we at 30 minutes We are going to kind of help you a little bit on how to help your anxieties. All right. So one thing would be to tell me it doesn't matter if I get it up or not. Everything's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. No, I, I, well, what do you think? What do you have on your list? Well, definitely. Uh, we wrote some, we wrote some shit down. <laughs> so. What you said. Oh God, I practice, don't have my glasses on. Practice, 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 practice. Okay. So, uh, friends of ours did a video and they were talking, I don't know if it was per- performance anxieties or something else, but they said in their video and I, I really thought it was really a good idea they said, you know, if you have performing societies or if you have a problem getting it up or if you're nervous, just don't get out of the game. Continuously hook up with couples. Do the best you can. But the more people you play with, the more different variety of people you play with, the more you will overcome it. And that is true. Well, the more you're going to overcome it, but also the more you realize what type of people that you really enjoy yes. playing with right because you might have something perform- else. yeah you might have performance anxiety with this person but you don't with that and you just got to start looking at the types that you're more attracted to mm-hmm. but also remember these are just overcoming performance anxieties if you have erectile dysfunction no amount of this is going to help you no i mean you definitely will need to see a medical professional for that right well, I mean, it could be weight loss and stuff like that. It could like be that. anything, yeah. Yeah, it could be too much sugar, caffeine in your diet. <laughs> no, I actually read that earlier. No, I know that. And we're working on those. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So, focus on your on the enjoyment that you're going to provide to your sexual partner versus trying to overcompensate. overcompensate. So, you're going to... <laughs> Bunny has a hard time talking into the microphone. (laughs) So you're going to focus on giving them enjoyment. You know, I have a hard time focusing, obviously, anyways. (laughs) Can't even get through a podcast without jumping back and forth. What do you think? Going to go into a bedroom and focus? Hell no. But, yo, I agree. Focus. Yep, definitely focus on, because even if you keep, should I say that? If you try to keep them happy and things aren't happening for you, then maybe 
then maybe you're not thinking so hard about, oh, my God, I'm not getting it up. You know, I'm going to jump back one time real quick. Okay. Probably another, the biggest performance anxiety we hear. What we're talking about is just stuff that happens to us and stuff we've noticed. But I forgot, the most common thing we hear all over the world is their performance anxiety is putting that condom on. Yes. Um, That's where the practice, practice, practice comes in. The more you put it on, the more you get comfortable with it. Well, and a lot of it, it takes a lot of getting the right condoms, too. Yeah, we, we went through a ton of them. And we're still having issues. Yeah, we still have issues. Every, I mean, the minute you put it up there, your, your focus goes off sex, and it's going on putting on a condom. Right. <laughs> and that, that right there is a distraction. So you want to try to eliminate the distractions. We used to have single guys literally walk, put the, get themselves hard, put a condom on, so they were ready. So when they'd walk around the orgy, if a girl says, you ready? They were ready. Yep. And like, you know what? It, we're going to go back to that condom thing because we're, we're kind of fighting this battle ourselves with um, with your girth. And a regular condom cuts off the blood supply. Yeah. And I, but I, an extra I'm using, large yeah, is I'm too using, big. Well, you didn't even go there yet. Okay. Using magnums. Yes. Is too small. Yes. A magnum extra large is too big. Yep. So I'm caught somewhere in the middle. So what we're going to do is Well, go... we got to tell them what's going on. Okay. So what's happening is put a condom on. It's like strangling. It's like choking a chicken. <laughs> I mean, if you were to put your hands on someone's throat and choke them, their head's going to turn red. Well, that's what happens. I mean, it just turns beat red because it's so restricted and then you have to stop and let it breathe for a little I while i do i gotta pull it and I, then it's I, like starting all over if again. we play f- with a couple for an hour i probably burn through eight to ten condoms because mm-hmm. i can't keep them on overly that long before it starts hurting right so our suggestion is what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to go to, to a the... condom company and ask them to measure me and make a custom fit model go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> That would be the perfect scenario, <laughs> but what we're actually going to do is going to go to the um, to a store, and we are going to stop it. Like, can't talk when it's on my lips. We're going to <laughs> buy an array of condoms and try them that way. We are, and then we'll hopefully find something that fits but i'm already using the skins i'm already using magnums what else is there there's a lot more out there i was heard that the durex colored ones actually work really well durex are like thicker than a street tire i know so you're not even gonna feel it i'm not gonna feel squat fit you better but you're not gonna feel it (laughs) would it be rather than not performance anxiety (laughs) knowing i'm not gonna feel it might as well just (laughs) bypass that might as well come home and do me. Might as well. <laughs> got, so, nothing, got nothing better to do. <laughs> Damn. It's not working here. <laughs> if you listen that long. <laughs> so you're also not going to focus on the what ifs. You're not going to focus on what if I can't. Yeah, don't focus on the anything negative. Always focus on the positive. Um, the minute you start focusing on what if what if I'm mid-stroke and I lose it, or what if uh, I'm not satisfying, or what if I'm going to nut too early, or whatever, you're just cock-blocking yourself. Mm-hmm. 
So that would go right along with the last one is be yourself. You know what? The the people that are more themselves, they're more relaxed, more happy-go-lucky. We tend to find that those guys have less problems. Mm-hmm. Where when you get the guys that are all testosterone out, like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna hurt you, they then they can't get it up. And then they're blaming they had too much to drink or they're tired or they have all the excuses. You know, instead of boasting and being full of testosterone, just have fun with it. Yeah, that's that's the best times that we've had. Now, it's when we connect with people and we're just having a good time. Right. No pressure, no nothing. Now, with performance anxieties and erectile dysfunction, you know, the, most couples out there are anti-single male. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we have learned, we were one of those couples that, you know, we didn't care if a single male walked off the edge of the earth. We really didn't want nothing to do with them. Sorry, guys, if you're hearing this, that's the way we did feel. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we we were with the majority of the thought process of well, a we, lot of couples. At the time, we ran a club that did not allow single males at all. Well, that's why we went there, mm-hmm. because we didn't allow single men. So, um, but it was after a few times that the guy wasn't doing anything for Bunny. Correct. Where they he wasn't getting it up or anything. He wouldn't tell her anything. It was always, I just like to watch, watch my wife. Well, you could have told us that before we got in here. <laughs> I mean, literally, these guys are all over Bunny. And then we get into the play situation, and they can't get it up. So what do they do? They just lay there. They don't right. even try to do anything. No. no. And I started getting the dead eye. She's over here nodding. You got this is a radio show. And you can, <laughs> they can't see you nodding. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. So, so we actually opened our options. Mm-hmm. Now we, we do entertain single men, but our focus is on couples. Yes, we get we get single men all the time emailing us because of our shows, our videos, our because we're so open and, and honest. You know, don't mistake that, that we're looking for just everybody. Yeah, because we're not. We we have to connect with people on a personal level before we do anything. Right. One, I mean, we one, have to have a connection. We do have to, especially me. Yeah, well, women more have to have a mental connection. Mm-hmm. Guys, we just want to know if you like us or not. <laughs> I mean, if you like us, we're in the game. We're ready to go. If, you don't, if we don't feel it, you know. Yeah, you, when you go in for the kiss and you get the cheek. Oh, my God. That's the worst. <laughs> I, I really hate that. That's the, that's the, the definite turnoff for you. It is. Um, because, you know, it's kind of funny because the guy will kiss you on the lips and then the girl will act like she'll, she'll come in for the kiss. So you're thinking, oh, this is going to be good. All of a sudden, they turn turn their head. Mm-hmm. To me, that that is, when the guy kisses you and the girl doesn't, that is just a sign she is not interested in me. And the guy's interested in you. So she's going to take one for the team or allow it to happen or whatever they want to call it. But I'm not into it. And yeah. I will walk away from that. And you, you do. I, I don't have a problem. Nope. nope. I mean, if your guy is going to kiss Bunny... And you're not going to kiss me. No one's doing nothing. And then, and then they not say, "Not with us." Oh well, 
we have a no kissing rule. Really? He well, just kissed me. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're going to have a rule, you better <laughs> abide by it. Yes. All right. I, I, or tell us your rules mm-hmm. before we look stupid yes. and get the cheek. And get the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, keep your options open because, you know, guys, a lot of times the, the they say the women rule the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you're always getting it and she isn't, you may not be in the lifestyle as long as you <laughs> thought you were going to be. Right. Not saying that Bunny would have told us to get out of the lifestyle, but I could I could foresee her getting bored with the lifestyle because if she's not having any fun because guys with performance anxiety are erectile dysfunction, what either way you can't really tell what it is. Right, right. Um if if you're not open and honest with the couple you're with, the girl is going to pretty much eventually feel that she's unattractive. Yes. And she's going to start thinking, why the hell is she watching you bang all these girls and she's just there for the ride? <laughs> and I don't mean a good ride. No, there are a lot of girls out there that are seriously bi and, and they get into that. Um, but there are a lot of us women out there that are not seriously by well and it's not and if for for me for me to be on it i'll be honest and open i'll play with a female but i'm not satisfied by it i definitely need penis at the end you did have a girl rock your world i did have a girl rock my i world. mean it, i mean after 23 years right you literally just the other weekend that girl said she was by and you were like yeah yeah whatever mm-hmm. and you looked at me and said, wow, yeah. better than any better guy than any or guy. girl ever. Yes, but I still wanted dick at the end. Member. Member. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> you can call it dick. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> it don't matter. But yeah, no. Um, We're so an explicit for, show. So for me, uh, uh, two females and a male is not nothing I really look for. And right. when we're with those couples where the guy is he, uh, just wants to watch, then that's what I'm kind of stuck with. Now, there are a lot of couples out there where the guy truly has erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, this part's for you guys, if you listen this far. <laughs> I keep saying that because, I don't know, you guys could have turned a deaf ear way back when. <laughs> but, you know, there are a lot of... If your guy has, or if you're a guy that has erectile dysfunction, you know, don't be intimidated. There's a lot of a lot of couples where the couple will go out looking for other couples, and the guy they'll be fully upfront that their guy does not play at all. Mm-hmm. He just kind of he's either there or he's not there, but. He allows his wife to go out and enjoy because we are a sexual driven society. Yes. Yes. And the, and there are a lot of people out there like that, but they definitely need to be out and open with the other well, couple. Well, they should be open with the other couple too. There, I mean, there's a lot of couples that don't want another guy touching their wife. So a couple that has a male with medical issues mm-hmm. is an ideal deal couple for them because now that couple both get to play with the wife and the husband has satisfaction knowing his wife is satisfied and 
most likely she's not going to go anywhere. I don't want to say she's not going to, but most likely is if you have an open communication, open, honest relationship, it's not all about sex. No. I mean, sex is a big part of it. It is. About being a human. But I don't think it's um, part of the relationship per se. No, relationship is all in the head to me. It's all in the head. Yep. But no, um, and if people are out there with performing anxieties that they can't get through or all that good stuff, then definitely talk to your doctor. We're going to be doing, um, because we've been talking about performance anxieties, we're going to be doing another video our, and podcast, I guess. We'll do both. And we're going to be doing, we're going to talk about my erectile dysfunction. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, before I had, well, maybe I maybe I had it all along and we didn't know it. But when I talked about performance anxieties with girls that have been with a bunch of guys and I didn't think I could satisfy her. Uh, I've been living with erectile dysfunction that we know of for about 15 years. Right. But it could have even gone farther back. Right. And we just didn't have know any of the symptoms of it we had no idea the symptoms and now that we do we actually have found things that actually help yes so we'll we'll talk about that in the future we'll talk about things that work when we're playing with other couples and we'll talk about things that work when we're playing by ourselves correct so all right we're at 45 minutes did we cover everything? I think we did. We, I know we didn't cover everything because somebody's going to, somebody somewhere is going to go, how come you didn't talk about this? And <laughs> we'll use those questions for a future podcast to yes. follow up on. Yes. And please, if you guys want us to, to go over anything, please give us some uh, recommendations on what you'd like us to go over. Yeah, we have a contact on our website and it's tomandbunny.com, T-O-M-A-N-D-B-U-N-N-Y. And it's, um, if you go on there and send us an email through there, send us your questions and everything. And if you include a phone number or whatever, or if you have a specific question, we may or may not follow back up with you. We do read each email and we do try to follow up with ones we think we can help or relate to. We, we do get a lot of junk email from people that just want to hear bunny's voice over the phone (laughs) yep so we're very very um gun shy about just calling anybody but definitely send us an email and maybe we'll discuss on a future podcast or video if you want to be on a podcast we're actually looking for some people we are we do have a little list i i gotta start calling them but we do have the capabilities where we can actually call you and then you can be on the podcast with us and tell our audience your experiences. Yes, yes. Or join in on our topic. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's all I have to say. I'm good to go. All right. Have a good day. We'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.